everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Mark's Take Sports Radio. It's been a minute. I'm back with a college basketball episode. Full-on bracketology, getting into it, the 2022 NCAA tournament. I also might be booking a trip to the Sweet 16 up in San Francisco. That is the closest tournament location to me I believe there is one in San Diego they're doing I believe the first round in San Diego but I cannot with school and the one in San Francisco the Sweet 16 for San Francisco it's the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8 at the Chase Center where the Warriors play is during my spring break so I'm currently trying to to book a spring break trip to the Sweet 16 which would be awesome I went to the final four Five years ago in 2017 when UNC beat Gonzaga in Phoenix and it was an unreal environment, awesome game, uh, like a bucket list item. So maybe heading up north to the Sweet 16. We will see. I will keep everybody updated. I'm hoping that it happens. Tickets were not super expensive. I was expecting it to be way worse. Um, but you know, it's, it's college kids. It's the sweet 16. Uh, they're not, you know, they're not cheap, but I was expecting it to be way worse, especially because when I look at tickets at Chase Center for the Warriors games, they are insane. It's like $500 to sit in the nosebleeds. I think for the sweet 16, it was like a hundred to sit in the nosebleeds, which I think is honestly a steal. So I will keep you guys updated if I end up booking my trip. Fingers crossed that I end up at the Sweet 16 slash Elite 8 in San Francisco. All right, so we are, we are you know, we're coming down to the end. Conference tournaments are starting up next week. Um, it's an exciting time. There is no better time, I think, in the year than right now. Because, one, daylight savings time. It is not getting dark anymore at 4 p.m. Yesterday, I left the gym around 5.30, 6, 6 o'clock. It was like 5.50 bright outside it was bright out the birds were chirping you know the sun was going down but it reminded it was like the first moment where I was like wow like we're actually getting close to spring summertime this is it you know we've we've gone through the worst period which is I think February honestly like after NFL ends to now is like by far the worst time because the only thing we can watch is NBA which is a bit suffering and, I mean, there's college basketball on in February, but it, it does not have the same intensity. You know, as soon as the clock hits March, as soon as the calendar hits March, as soon as it, the clock hits midnight on March 1st, the energy changes. Like, college, this is it. Like, college basketball. Uh, everybody's locked in. So, you know, we've we've gone through the thick of it. And we've come out stronger, and we are so close. Selection Sunday is just a week and a half away. Next Sunday, one of my favorite days, an underrated day. I love seeing all those like reaction videos of the different teams uh, sitting in their sitting in their uh, like player locker rooms, and then they just see their name on the screen, and then you're like, oh my god, and they're all screaming and stuff. So I'm looking at the, like it's also. It's also great when they show schools that, like, nobody has heard of, you know, like Alcorn State is, like, the 16th seed, and they're, like, freaking out, and it's just, like, a heart, it's just, like, a heartwarming, like, very pure moment. Like, I could care less about, like, Kansas, you know, like, because they're the one seed, 
you know, you're supposed to be good, but it's like Alcorn State is the 16 seed. Like they're freaking out or like Longwood or, you know, like Norfolk State, those type of schools like Oral Roberts last year, like those type of schools are, they always get me in those videos. Um, it's it's March Madness to me is a sporting event where like my eyes will water like multiple times out of just happiness. I'm like, wow, like this is really the greatest sporting event all year. Um, and every year I'm like, no, I think college football is better. Like I think bowl season is better. I really think they're after last season, like how much I got into college football. I don't think I can compare them, but I, I think I've come to the conclusion that college sports are just the best. I think NFL is also great. Like, don't get me wrong. I love NFL, but I just have a special connection to college football, college basketball. It will always stick with me. Um, and then, you know, like NBA is way down there, way down there. Um, uh, I also, I think MLB now is honestly like surpassed NBA, even though we're not getting any MLB sad, sad, sad. But like, I think MLB for me has surpassed the NBA just cause I got into it so much last year. It was so fun. Um, all right. So let's get into the, uh, let's get into the bracket. First thing I'm recording this after Indiana's loss to Rutgers, you know, as a, as an, as a one year alum of Indiana university, that basketball program is despicable. You know, I am a one year alum of Indiana university, and I can confidently say that that basketball program is despicable. You can change the coach, you can change the athletic director, but nothing will ever change. Nothing will change. The recruits suck. Actually, you know what? They're just kids. I don't want to blame the kids. I'm going to blame just the athletic department in general, okay? Because the football team sucks. The basketball team sucks. What are they good at? You know, at at these Big Ten schools, if you're not really good at sports, it's kind of lame. Like, like I look at Rutgers and like everyone makes fun of Rutgers because they're usually like the armpit, you know, like of the Big Ten. But they've been pretty solid in basketball this year. So it's like, you know, they're finally like kind of relevant. And like who else is pretty bad? Like Minnesota, like they have a really bad basketball team. So they're just kind of lame. Like it, it's just lame in the Big Ten to be bad at sports. And Indiana is a historic, you know, basketball program but you can only hold on to that for so long like I get it championships are forever but the feeling of winning that championship whenever it was in the 70s is gone okay the people that were there to to witness that are in their 60s and 70s okay they barely remember it they they couldn't even probably name one player on the team they I mean they the only thing that they probably know is that Bob Knight was the coach. Like, yes, championships are forever, but the way that the program has declined in the past seven years is embarrassing, okay? Absolutely embarrassing. Post the the Victor Oladipo days, I mean, that team wasn't even great. Like, that team was, that team was good, but, you know, the year I was there, they had Romeo Langford, who's now in the Celtics, or I think he's on the G League affiliate of the Celtics, and he was their big star. Like, he was the big star, and he kind of, he didn't really exceed expectations. He was pretty average. He went, like, 13th in the draft, which is pretty good. Uh, he's a, He plays some solid minutes for the Celtics, which I always love to see, but he wasn't that guy at Indiana 
Um, and then since then, they've, you know, been on Trace Jackson Davis, who, again, is not – he's not a star. He's not a star. They're putting these players who are not stars, and they're like, hey, you know, go do something. And they don't have the capability of doing it. Like, Trace Jackson Davis is a very good basketball player, but he does not, th- he does not have the strengths and the skill to be – like the star of a team, like the number one option, give me the ball, let me dominate this game. He needs like really good surrounding pieces around him, and they have not been able to get those in the past five or six years. The year I was there, I think they were in the NIT tournament, uh, which is just pathetic. Year after was COVID. Last year, they didn't make any tournament, I don't think. They suck. And they just lost. They just lost to Rutgers, which is technically a tier three loss. So they're on their way to the NIT tournament. They have one remaining game left against Purdue on their senior day, senior night in West Lafayette. So they're done. In a season where they brought in a prominent and exciting new head coach in Mike Woodson, they are back. They're they're back exactly where they started. In the NIT tournament, okay, something has got to change. Is is it the athletic? Is it the head of athletics? I feel like they changed whoever that was a couple of years ago. It's the recruiting, okay? I was listening to part of my take the other day, and Mark Cuban was talking about how he doesn't give any money to the athletics department. He doesn't help recruiting. He helps more on the education side, you know, helps with books and buildings and you know what I mean like he helps more on the education side he helps you know restore old buildings basically anything on the education side he said yeah I'm there for I'm giving money but on the on the athletic side he says no you know he, he there he's not really a big booster for the athletics which honestly really bummed me out okay I made me happy that I'm not at that school anymore there's other reasons why I'm not there but it made me really happy, I mean, that I'm not there. Because I was like, what the fuck? Like, you're a billionaire and you won't give, like, $3 million or, like, $4 million and help out, like, the IU boosters and get some actually good players to play basketball here because it's just a constant cycle of mediocrity and these three-star recruits, four-star recruits, they just play very average basketball. And it's the same thing every year. They go 20 and thir- They go 20 and 12. You know, that's too many games. They go, like, 19 and 12, you know, some 18 and 12, you know, just some really mediocre and average basketball. And it does not fly for a historic program that they are. Like I said, championships are forever, but the feeling of winning that championship is gone. Again, these people are 75 years old who witnessed this championship they don't really remember it, okay? No one at Indiana now has any has any recollection of what has happened. Nobody in Indiana was probably born. Maybe some of the really old, old teachers, like, but nobody else was really born. Like, maybe they were, like, babies, you know? So, something has to change, okay? And, again, I'm not even really an IU fan, but it's just a bummer to see... You know, I'm I, like I said, I am an I'm a one year alum, and it's just a bummer to see year after year. It's the same thing every single year. You know, you you get disappointed, or you get your hopes up, you lose faith, you get disappointed, you get your hopes up. Um, 
I mean, this is missing the this is missing the tournament for a seventh straight year. Seventh straight year. Okay, so they also had a ten point lead against Rutgers. If you lose to Rutgers at home when you had a ten point lead. You don't deserve to be in the tournament, and it's a wasted season for Indiana and their first season with Mike Woodson. Um, but they just don't, they don't have any, they just, they're soft. They, they, they're soft, softies, no heart. Um, but yeah, this is March. It rolls on. We roll on Indiana. Best of luck in the NIT tournament against Oregon, against Colorado, against, um, who else? Who, who's my top seeds? Who's my top seeds? Uh, BYU, SMU, Florida, Dayton, Loyola, Chicago. It's going to be a crazy NIT. Best of luck, Indiana. All right, so let's get into the tr- uh, the tournament. Uh, some teams that I really like, and let's talk about some teams that I think are frauds. I've said it before. Stay away from the Big Ten. Stay away from the Big Ten. Right now, according to Joe Lunardi's uh, bracket breakdown or his you know uh NCAA tournament bracketology he has the Big Ten still they have the the most amount of teams in they have nine teams and I would stay the fuck away from every single one okay I'm looking at these seeds that he has right now I think Purdue is the highest seed for the Big Ten um Wisconsin, though, I feel like could be a two-seed as well or a three-seed. Where does he have them? Oh, he has them as a three-seed. So, yeah, Wisconsin, you know, they've, they're have they very solid. They won the Big Ten regular season title in an epic game against Purdue. Two bank shots to beat Purdue. Um, but, I again, I think they're a solid team, but I don't think they're going very far in this one. I don't know. I, I'm looking at the bracket here that they're currently in. And this is the Midwest bracket. And they have to play Texas. Obviously, this is most likely not happening. But I just want to say, like, they'd be playing uh, Texas State in the 3-14 and 14 matchup. And then they'd be playing USC versus Creighton. I mean, both USC is the most overrated team of all. They lost by 40 to Arizona. And then they would, I mean, I guess they would have to play Kentucky after that. And then they would most likely lose to Kentucky. Um, But I would stay away from every single Big Ten team. They are not consistent. They suck, okay? I mean, every single one. I'm looking at these seeds here for the Big Ten. Um, Michigan State. Just don't, okay? I know they say January, February, Izzo, April, but no, they are not very good. Maybe they'll make it to the second round. Ohio State lost to Nebraska by like 10 points yesterday. Frauds. Illinois learned my lesson last year, and they're a worse team this year. Frauds. Um, Purdue, no. No, no, no. I mean, Michigan. Michigan is, I don't even understand why they're in the tournament, okay? I think they should be the, the top seed in the NIT tournament. They're just, again, they're just another mediocre team who's led by Hunter Dickinson. Solid player, but again, very mediocre. Um, who else? Who else? Um, Rutgers. I think Rutgers is honestly like solid team, especially with that one with that one guy who just hit the buzzer beater. What's his name? Ron Harper Jr. He's solid, right? He's a solid player, but he is a uh, he's a solid player. Um, 
and they're kind of like a Cinderella team that I hope does well, you know, just because they deserve it. They did make the tournament last year. Um, if you remember, I think they, I believe they lost in the first round or the second round. Um, but this would be good for them to, to be back in the tournament. Indiana's not making it. This is an, this is old. This is from like yesterday, two days ago, Iowa. Come on now. Um, let's see, Wisconsin. Uh, I feel like I missed one, but there are so many. Oh, Rutgers, Indiana. Uh, yeah, so just stay away from the Big Ten, okay? Just stay away. I, I was thinking about it today, like SEC or Big Ten, okay? SEC only has six teams in right now um, to, to, the, uh, to the dance, but I think I would take those six SEC teams over the nine Big Ten teams. I think currently right now, it's hard to pick a winner of this entire tournament. And, oh, obviously I'm going to do it, like, when the bracket, you know, when the bracket, um, you know, comes out. Obviously I'm going to fill out 12 brackets, you know. I'm, I'm going to fill out, I'm going to fill out, you know, 15 brackets. That's all I do It's just fill out brackets. So I, I think right now my lean for who is going to win the, the tournament, first of all, I want to go my uh, – sports book here, fine line sports book, the best sports book out there. I mean truly, it's I've been on a lot of sports books, FanDuel, I've been on my bookie, I've been on everything, right? Fine line sports book by far has the best lines. They don't juice anything. All right, by far the best sports book I've been on. They have every single sport. They have uh NCAA baseball I mean, just all around awesome stuff. Um, so let's look up the uh, the futures uh, to win the the tournament. I believe the favorite is Gonzaga, obviously, but you have to, you have to be an idiot to put your uh, money on Gonzaga again. I there's no team that I hate more in college basketball. I actually I hate Duke the most, but I think Gonzaga is my least favorite. Um, my second le- my second least favorite. All right, so Gonzaga right now is a plus 400. Arizona Wildcats are a plus 800. Kentucky Wildcats are a plus 800. Auburn Tigers are a plus 1,000. Purdue Boilermakers are a plus 1,200. You might as well throw your money in the toilet. The Duke Blue Devils are plus 1,200. The fact that Purdue and Duke are the same blows my mind. Baylor is a plus 1,400. Kansas is a plus 1,400. And then we really start getting, you know, really big. Texas Tech plus 2,200. Villanova plus 2,000. What is Providence? Plus plus 8,000. That's crazy. Wisconsin is uh, plus 5,000. So we'll see. I think if I I was going to place a future right now, I would put my money on the Kentucky Wildcats plus 800 to win the entire March Madness tournament. I think we're due. Okay, guys. I think we are due for an SEC team to win. to win the tournament. When was the last time an SEC an SEC team won the tournament? I need to I need to look at a uh When was the last time a uh SEC uh, team won the tournament? Kentucky, I guess in 2012 when they went 38 and 2. Um yeah, so we we're, we're due. Okay? It's been 10 years since Kentucky Won the national title. You know, you know what they say. One is lucky. Two means you, two means you've cemented your legacy. Okay, and John Calipari, John Calipari is gonna get number two. I believe it. And you know, and you know what? The last time they won in 2012, where was the Final Four? 
in New Orleans. It was at the Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. And where is the Final Four this year? It's in New Orleans at the Superdome. It's I think it's called the Caesars Dome now. But you get the point, okay? You get the point. The last time the, the NCAA Final Four was in New Orleans, the Kentucky Wildcats, who were 38-2, beat Kansas to win the national title. I think we are due. I think we're due this year for an SEC team to bring it home. And I believe the Kentucky Wildcats right now are my pick. You know, pending injury. I know they've been dealing with some injuries and stuff. But I think right now, they are my pick. Again, if they're in this bracket here, it's a very, I mean, this bracket uh, is very easy. This this Midwest uh, Chicago bracket. Obviously, it might be different from when it actually comes out. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking here, and they would, you know, Kentucky would play probably Iowa State or North Carolina. That seems like a win to me. Then they would probably play Wisconsin in the Sweet 16, you know. I mean, yeah, in the Sweet 16, close game, but I still would take Kentucky, okay? Like I said, I'm, I'm taking the SEC. I'm taking the six SEC, SEC teams over the, the nine Big Ten teams, quality over quantity. Um, and then they would play in the in the Elite Eight against like Arizona or like Providence, um, one of those teams. Again, I'm I'm still gonna choose Kentucky. And then they're in the Final Four and they're playing Duke or not Tennessee, Baylor. Again, tough game. You know, it's not easy to make it to the national championship. But they're still my pick right now if they get this side of the bracket here, this Midwest. If the bracket looks like this, I would choose them to win the national title. It's just the Midwest Chicago bracket side is just a joke. Honestly, so is Gonzaga's side of the bracket. I mean, they would have to play. If you're looking at the Joe Lunardi bracket right now, and you look at Gonzaga's West region, right, in San Francisco, which is possibly where I'm going, by the way. Possibly, you know, I, I would I would really enjoy that. So, I do I want to see Gonzaga? No, I do not. But, you know, hopefully that they can lose, but I doubt it. Because they'd be playing Alcorn State, okay? Then they'd play Colorado State slash Xavier, win okay then they'd be playing like UCLA or Houston joke then they'd be playing like Texas Tech Purdue all frauds these are all frauds and teams you don't want to be betting on so it's like um they have basically a cakewalk if they make it to this west San Francisco bracket cakewalk cakewalk to absolute cakewalk to the final four and then possibly the national championship again so uh, so yeah, my pick right now is the Kentucky Wildcats to win the NCAA tournament plus 800 on various sports books, plus 700 on DraftKings, plus 800 everywhere else. Um, yeah, Kentucky Wildcats plus 800. Stay far, far away from the Big Ten. And yeah, that's going to do it for me on Mark's Take Sports Radio. A uh, quick announcement I have. I'm going to be on uh, another podcast this week called Fat Stacks Picks. And uh, you guys can check them out. I follow them on Twitter at 
uh, Fat Stacks picks, and uh, they give out some pretty solid picks. I'm going to be going on and uh, giving some picks, calling, talking college basketball. I'll be really excited about that. Uh, I think I'm going to be on next week. And, uh, yeah, so I will catch you guys in the next episode. Again, trying to do it, uh, trying to do this once a week, maybe a couple times a week with, you know, the tournament stuff. But it's going to be an electric time. Looking forward to it. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace. <laughs>